Alright guys, welcome to part 7.2 in a perfectly imperfect series with Patrick Williams. We talk about subjects like the potential pitfalls of relying on social media for success and the importance of face-to-face -face communication. Pat emphasizes the need for passion, effort, and being a savage in pursuing one's goals. We also delve into relationships with advice on being true to oneself, finding mentors, and having a relationship centered around shared values. Guys, this again is part two. If you haven't already listened to part one, go back and listen to part one. And I said it before and I'll say it again. Take some notes. You know, these, and now it's, even now it's easier to think that overnight success is possible mm -hmm. with social media and Instagram and TikTok and, right. you know, all these different avenues to make a quick buck. Um, but one click of a button, all that social media could be gone. Right. Yeah. You know, overseas it's regulated, mm -hmm. you know, gaming's regulated. Yeah. That's crazy. China, right. They, they can, they, they, you're allowed two hours a day or something like that. The kids allowed to play on. Yeah, they cut you off. Yeah. They cut you off. They can do that. Right. So, I mean. So if you're a Twitch player and you're making all this money, they, technically they could flip the switch, yeah, and be done. So what's you know how, what's your ability to make income then? What are you doing? You know the the, the thing that if, if I had one thing to say to the newest generation, be yeah. a little bit of a savage and you'll yeah. be really successful. Just a little bit and know how to talk to people. Yeah, not text, not email. There's a place for all of it. You know, DMs on IG and all that stuff. There's a place for all of it, but being able to hold a conversation with another human being face to face or on a phone. I think is outdated uh, or, uh, you know, lost. I'm yeah. Sorry. It's lost, lost. It's a lost art. Yeah. Cause people like talking to people still. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. If, um, I think me with my, like my, my medical problems, texting has become less of a thing I do. And I'm like, so I just started like, but it kind of forced me to be like, I need, I'm going to have to call people now. Yeah. And like have conversations and like, I'll end up talking to somebody. I would have texted for five minutes for an hour. And like, uh, wow, I'm gonna keep doing this. <laughs> it's a lost art, and I know I tell, yeah. I tell the guys at the office, I'm like, hey, most people in our industry are just texting and emailing. Yeah, you know how many emails I get a day? It's like a hundred and some emails. You know how many I respond to? Three or four, if I can find the ones I'm looking for. Yeah, but if someone calls me, I'm like, oh, do I know this person? I usually pick up and say either one, I'm not interested, or two, at least they can pick up the phone and have a conversation with me. Yeah, right. But it's a lost art. I might be the worst texter in the world. That's good. Because I have, like... <laughs> I'm not even going to kid you. That's good. I am probably the worst. I have, what, 1,215 taxes that I have not answered. I'm just not bad. Like, when it comes to taxing, I'm, like, the worst. Because, like, my phone... 1,000 At least you know, right? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely the worst. At least you know. Um... But the one thing... You, you said one thing, and I want you to expand on it a little bit. You said be a little bit of a savage. What do you mean by that? When you know your passion... And, mm -hmm. and you're being obedient to what the Lord has for you. Yeah. Give the effort. Don't let it just slide and just be lackluster. Mm -hmm. Too many people just think it's just easy and just a walk in the park and just do the minimum to and yeah. think they're successful, which means if you grind just a little bit, it'll be a little bit of a savage. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm going to own this and I'm taking it. Yeah. Point in case you going to your boss saying, hey, I want to lead this department. Mm -hmm. What happened? And then you actually get in that role. And right. You, didn't, you don't stop. Yeah. You keep going. You go a little bit harder, mm -hmm. right? You, you put your efforts into learning more about what it takes to be a leader in that position. Mm -hmm. Not just, hey, I know all the technical stuff I need to do. Right. 
do I know the leadership part I need to do to even advance further, to maximize all these people around me's potential? Mm-hmm. That's going to the next level. And, and a lot of times when you do those type of things, financial gain comes with it. Yeah. Right? But knowing what I need to do, focusing, the excitement wears off, where's the discipline at that I keep going hard? Mm-hmm. Right? Because it's really easy just to shut down and be like, I'm going to take the day off. Yeah. And a lot of people do that. I think it's, uh, I mean, we had this conversation, we actually had a conversation during one of our small groups at IC and Inspire Collective, for those who don't know. And yeah, we broke up into the, into the men's small, into men, in the men's small group. And like, I, like, I was talking about, I was asking for prayer or whatever, I forget what I was asking for, but it was, um, I was just mentioning, I was like, I want to like be doing more at my distance before I was having this conversation. I want to be doing more at my job. I, mean, I know I'm supposed to be a light, but how am I supposed to do that? virtually to people I only see once a year, maybe. And I'm like, so I'm like, and so I, like, I was like, and, and somebody was like, well, it might've been Sean. Uh, uh, somebody might have said like, well, like it's hard. It's going to be hard. Like he's like, I forget. I was like, well, yeah, but so what? And like, I was like, I want to figure it out. And that's so like, I, I'm like, and like, um, I'm not putting down Sean at all. No, no, just, no. Um, just talking about the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, um, and like, I see that uh, happens to me a lot. Like I'll have a thought, and like, it, like, yeah, you, uh, like that. That I don't, I don't subscribe to that. It's like I don't, I don't just give up. Like, and like, eventually, some that some days, like, yeah, I do. Some days it's just like I turn. I some days it feels uh, feel like crap, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try anymore. And then the next day, I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. And I keep, I keep pushing. And like I said, I go back to my notes. I'm like, um. The notes I wrote down of reading a book by John Maxwell, and it was like I was going through the practices, and it was I can't remember the exact practice, but it was I essentially wrote some notes down about the things I wanted you to keep doing, and like that were benefiting me and growing me. And then I forgot what I I, I forgot about it. I, I left in a notebook, and then I read read it back a few months later, and, and like one of the things was like like keep in contact with Pat, like hang out with Pat more, hang out with Pat Pastor Ed more. And do and there was a few more things on there. I was like, wow, I literally kept doing every single one of these things, and it's because they were so like ingrained in me at that time for me to write them down. They meant something, and um, and like uh, I don't know, like there's I'm, I'm jumping around a little bit, but my boss going back to my boss, he mentioned another thing that I would think was really cool because I was telling him like I was getting really discouraged because I, this was us rec- this is recently. I was getting really discouraged because it took me real, a really long time, for, in my opinion, to figure out um, this one problem that I was just, like, a bug I was trying to fix. And I told him that. I was like, yeah, this week was kind of eh for me. And, it was, and, and he goes, Thomas, like, I can see your work getting better. Like, it, like, he sees all my work. And he goes, I can see your code getting better and that your performance is better and, like, and that your knowledge is growing. And he goes, there's... A, this, I can't remember the, what the name of this principle is, but there's this principle of like the more you know, the, the more you know, the more the, the less you feel like you actually know, because the more you realize that, the more because like you're realizing like whenever you whenever you're like you don't know what you don't know whenever you're back and you're just kind of going with the flow. Yes. And then whenever you whenever you open up your mind and you like, you kind of dive in and you like you dive in to that personal either whatever area you're growing in and you're expanding. Your knowledge, you're under, you're realizing, wow, there's a lot that I don't know. Like you were saying earlier, and it's like I keep finding a mentor because th- there's always somebody out there that's going to know more than you. You're never going to stop learning, right? And when you stop learning, that means you're complacent. Yeah, 
right? And complacency kills, yep. right? Amen. Consistency right? builds. Consistency builds. And, and correlate to what you just said to the Bible, right? Yeah. Um, the deeper you get into the Bible, into the Word, the, the stronger your faith becomes in Christ, the easier it is to see sin on yourself. Yeah. And to feel down. Not that the sins are bigger than what they were before, but they're more visible because you're closer mm-hmm. to God than you've ever been before. Yeah. Right? So you start working even harder to eliminate those things. Just mm-hmm. like in work, you work. You may not think you're a certain spot, but other people see it in you. Yeah. Right? Because Thomas has a good job of being in his own head. <laughs> yeah. So do a lot of us, right? We're, all, we're always in our own head and we yeah. always have a thought process. It's like, man, what, what could I do different? What could I do? Yeah. Just do it. Nike, right. right? Just do it. Yeah. You know, get to your mentors, talk about it like you you have been. Yeah. Figure out the situation of the direction you want to go, what you're supposed to go. Work at it. And when I say be a savage, I'm not talking MMA or WWE right. style. I'm talking mental grind. Yeah. yeah. Right? Put you, put your effort and your time. Alloc- allocate your time in a positive manner. Don't waste time and pursue what you want to do. Mm-hmm. That's being a savage yeah. in my eyes. Right? That's good. It's not going to the gym and benching 400 pounds. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not beating someone up. It's not physically abusing someone. It's putting it for the better good and grinding. Yeah. For the be- betterment of yourself and others. That's really good. Um, Pat, um, That's since you are... <laughs> Such an excellent husband for uh, oh, that's what you see. <laughs> Good thing Kate's not here, huh? <laughs> Your wife would say that she loves you. Um, for the for the single guys like me and Thomas who are going to f- one day find that beautiful w- wife, and um, how would you say for um, single guys to be prepared to bring excellence to their marriage? Put God first, that's easy, and have someone that's equally yoked in that manner. Yeah. Right? Because if you're on two different playing fields, mm-hmm. and one of you is all about God and one of you is not, yeah. it's going to be very tough. But if you put God first in your relationship, right? And so it's something we talk about all the time as well. Put God first in your relationship. It'll bring you and your spouse closer together, right? Because, again, two imperfect people, they're not the same. Yeah. You're going to have situations that are going to come up. But if you, if you have a relation based off of God's works, mm-hmm. it'll be just fine, right? But you have to be in tune with that. You have to understand. You have to be understanding. You have to be patient. These are all things I had to learn. I'm still learning. Trust me. Because, again, I can be bullheaded and I'm very direct. Yeah. Like, I'm a solution person. My wife doesn't want always want a solution person. Yeah. Sometimes I have to ask her, are we looking for a solution or are we just looking for a listener? Yeah. <laughs> I have to ask that question yeah. sometimes. That's why. Because... Think about it. I've owned business for over 15 years, different businesses, and people come into my office nonstop. They just, I just want to give them a solution so that I can keep doing what I'm doing and they can go do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. She just wants someone to listen, not totally need a solution. You know, and she said it before. Hey, look, I'm not one of your workers. I'm like, yeah, but I'm good at giving solutions. It's what I do. <laughs> Problem solver. Right? And that's yeah. what I'm, you know, it's what I've had to be growing up. And yeah. that's what I turned into as an owner. It's something you deal with. But it's just... There's always rough spots in the relationships and any relationship, right? You have, but with Christ at the center and, and understanding that we are, had the same goal in mind and same goal in mind with our family and, you know, it's, it all works out. But just one, be who you are. Yeah. Right? All the time. Don't try to be someone on a Sunday and someone else on Monday. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's every day of the week, night or day. This is the Pat Williams you're getting, right? And some people like it and some people don't like it. 
that's okay. It's not for everybody. But at least I know I, I am who I am. And it took me a while to feel comfortable in that mm-hmm. skin. Right? So just be who you are. Some people are going to love it. Some people aren't. That's okay. Right. You have to understand that's okay. Yeah. That, that, that's, I think that's <laughs> part of a lot of people are like, man, I don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> I never want to offend anybody. Right. Right. But I'm still not going to. There's times where I just be quiet. Yeah. And I just visually see what's happening around me. And I'm like, okay, I'm older now. Do I want to insert myself here? Yeah. Like if I have a solution for something, I better be able to want to help with the solution. Mm. I'm not going to say, hey, Tom, let's go do this and then walk away. Right. Hey, you're building a house? Great. You should probably do it this way. (laughs) All right. I'll see you next week. See where you're at. You know, I better be willing to assist and help build that house a little bit sturdier. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a metaphor. Your house is you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I had to explain that for Sean. <laughs> yeah, and I guess I should probably clarify what I said about like um, what I say. Oh, off track there. Yeah. Um, no, you're good. No, I want to clarify what I said about like. Not wanting to offend anybody. Like, of course, you never want to offend people. No. no. But sometimes you have to. But no, 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 no. I, I don't think it's offensive. Again, it goes back to beginning discussion. Right. Yeah. If you have a relationship with somebody and you have to have a conversation. Yeah. There's a way to talk to people and not be offensive. Right. Right. And they have that hard conversation. Yeah. But, but if you don't have a relationship and you're hiding behind discussions, mm-hmm. you know. Leadership is not just hard conversations. Right. Yeah. But it's like the some... building and knowing the people you're working with. True. Right? Or that you have relationships with. Yeah. And then having a conversation. And you might feel offended. Yeah. Yeah. But if I offend anybody, like if I'm talking to Sean about finances and I'm like, hey, Sean, buddy, what are you doing this month? We've had three conversations, right? Yeah. You might feel bad about it, but I don't think you're going to feel offended. You're like, man, I should probably check into that again. Yeah. But sometimes right? I feel like offense could be good. Because like, if you think about it like this, where like hard conversations sometimes are needed because we're in a specific uh point of view that like my view is right blah 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 you know what i mean and when you're like i'm there's times pat where you offended me but it was a good offense it's just like the bible where jesus talks about like bringing the sword into the house of like the, the brother and his sister and the wife and the husband and all that what he's saying is sometimes we have to like correct our view and the only time sometimes is to cut cut that hard stereo, that hard wall that we built that was not correctly built that we needs to be cut down so we can learn. Like if if I honestly was like, oh man, Pat, I know your heart and this might offend me, but it was good because now the seed could be planted. You know what I mean? Before when you said something that was very important that I should have listened to, <laughs> it, it would just go up the other way. But when I let it offend me, I like I start to see like, okay, what am what is wrong with me that in my mind that needs to be fixed so I can start using this process to be a better person. Well, it sounds like, like you're talking more about conviction. Yeah. Yeah. So, but like it started with an offense. That's what I'm saying because you had to realize like, oh man. This is not my point of view. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like you're when somebody says something that's not your point of view, you immediately get offended. Like that's just how we are as human beings. We're just like, how dare you say this? And then realize like later as you it sinks, you're like, holy crap, he's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like it, it and I think it takes that time of being offended, healing, 
then realizing like, oh man, this was really good and I should have listened. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the older I get, I, I don't get offended. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I also have the people around me that I know that if they say, hey, Pat, you need to check yourself and this is what I'm thinking or feeling, I take it to heart. I don't get offended about it. I'm like, okay, I better check this. And mm-hmm. Maybe I need to change my way of thinking or how I'm acting in a certain manner, right? But there's certain people that will come up and say to me, I'm like, yeah, you better check yourself right now, dude. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Don't, you don't know me. <laughs> yeah. You never had a conversation with me, so, you know? Yeah. Because I have a lot of people tell me, like, you have an ego, which I say I do. Mm-hmm. I'm confident in what I do. Yeah. I have to. I own a business. I have to. I have a family. It's like when it gets to the arrogance part, yeah. then you better check me, right? Because there's a big difference between ego and arrogance. Yeah. If you don't have an ego, it's going to be tough to step into certain situations and lead. Yeah. If you get arrogant about it, and you know, and a lot, a lot of people do, and it's usually they're not leaders. They act as leaders. They're yeah. not leaders. There's a self-agenda again, right? And that's where the arrogance sets in, and you're like, oh, I'd like to knock that guy out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> in, in, in a conversation knockout. Yeah. type of way. Like, hey, we, we should probably sit down and have a conversation. Yeah, but yeah. you you don't have an ego. You have a godly confidence. No, I so like, no yeah. I'm okay with having an ego. Ego's not a bad thing. No, I, I don't think an ego's, a bad, ego's not a bad thing. No. You have an ego when it comes to greeting people at the door. Yeah. yeah it's, being right? co- it's confidence. Yeah. In it's confidence in yeah. what you your abilities are and what you're meant to do. Right? Yeah, that, well, I'm not, not ego. Now, arrogance. If, you don't have the arrogance. You have if the you had an arrogance, like, man, I say hi to everybody. Let's go. You know, <laughs> yeah. look at Sean's show. You know, not Sean, Sean Short Show. <laughs> that could be on a spinoff podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the Sean Short Show. That's so good. I love it. <laughs> yeah, the pod shorts. The, the pod, pod shorts. shorts. There you go. Um, all right. I think it, uh, we're at a point to wrap wrap up the conversation a little bit. Um, and so a couple que- a couple questions to wrap, to wrap it up. Based off of our conversation, and we'll keep this one a, lo- a little brief. But um, if yeah, but we'll see where it goes. But based off our conversation, uh, what's some final advice you'd like to give to the listeners? Cool. Final advice: one, stay true to who you are. Right? I think we touched on it. Integrity is everything. Yeah. Um, you're going to be put in tough situations. Stay who you are. Right? Follow the Lord in everything you do. When He's at the forefront, success is just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. You know, um, be obedient to that. Yeah. Um, work hard. Don't hardly work. Yeah. You know, uh, even people that say, oh, I don't work much. Not working much to them might be 60 hours. Right. <laughs> snowing, <laughs> snowing people, right? Yeah. Like me, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm hardly working. Kate's like, oh, you're in the office three, four days a week. I'm like, yeah, it's hardly working. It was seven. <laughs> right. You know, so it's hardly working. So, you know, work hard. Um, be true to yourself. Love people. Mm-hmm. See the best in people. Um, and just be happy. Yeah. There's so much to be appreciative for. We go over wins every week mm-hmm. in our group. And there's so many little things that happen throughout the week that are big. Yeah. And people are like, oh, I don't have any wins this week. I'm like, oh, man, I can name seven today. <laughs> you know, I can go on for like this. I can go on for a half hour and just talk about wins that yeah. I had in the last 24 hours. Yeah. You know, from the time I woke up, seeing my granddaughter smile, my daughter smile, my wife going to Pilates and then going to help him with Heidi's thing, you know. Little things like that. It's like, you know, my dog's licking me all over the face saying, hey, Dad, wake up. You know, little <laughs> things like that. Those are all wins to me. Right. Yeah. Because the, the, we take things like that for granted. Yeah. Man. I woke up. Yeah. You know, be appreciative of all those things. But, yeah, just appreciate the life that you have, the life that's about to happen. Mm. And uh, nothing happens by accident. 
I think that's like a very good practice to keep too is practice gratitude. Yes. Whether people you use a gratitude journal and, or, or whether you, I, I do my prayers at night, I start I start with um, thanking God for every, for the, for the for the day for how my work went for like the, everything that I, I kind of every now and then I'll step through different parts of the day and thank him for different things and for thank him for people that were in my life and this time I got to spend with them. So it's definitely something to and as you practice practice gratitude, it will permeate other areas of your oh, life. Absolutely. Um, and then moving on to the next one, you mentioned a little bit before, uh, when it comes to personal growth, what are, and like excellence, what are the top resources that you tend to recommend to people? Um, I always go to books, right? Yeah. Um, one, obviously mentors, yeah. get mentors. And if it's a specific field that you need help in, find that person. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for a fact that our church community is huge and there's several mentors in different aspects of life that can be of assistance and are willing to be of assistance. So, yeah. Um, that's one way. But um, the books that I always tend to go to, um, and you just happen to have one sitting here, yep. and I'm like, man, I've read this book like seven times already. <laughs> and I, like if I could read it once a year, I would. Yeah. I should, right? Think and Grow Rich from Napoleon Hill. It's yep. uh, it's iconic book. You can find it on Amazon pretty yep. cheap, 15 bucks for a soft copy. Yep. Um, so that's, that's number one. That's the number, number one, one to go to. Right. Thank you, Um, secondly, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki. Um, again, he's a, uh, heavy hitter, pretty direct with finances. Mm-hmm. Um, these, those are both, um, one's a finance, one's a combo finance, personal growth. Yeah. Um, and then anything from Dave Ramsey is a positive, but total moneymaker. Cool. Uh, if you have a chance to look at that or read that, it's a great one. But, those three guys. And then there's one book for personal growth that is a Christian-based book by Henry Cloud and John Townsend. It's How People Grow, and it correlates with the Bible. Yeah. So for the personal growth factor, it's one I steer yeah. towards. But um, I listen to a ton of different podcasts Yeah. Uh, when I'm driving. I never listen to the radio. It's either I'm always on Spotify listening to a podcast, Yeah. whether it's yours or someone else's. It's Dave Ramsey. If it's Joe Rogan, it's all different areas. Yeah. There's no specific Okay. Um, it might be T.D. T. Jakes, right, which I love listening to, um, um, Tim Tebow. You know, there's a bunch of different ones. But yeah, it's just feeding your mind with positive energy mm-hmm. and information. But those are the books I go to. But, you know, find something on a podcast that correlates with your mind that you're able to learn from. And don't stop learning. Yeah. So far. And that's great. And like, definitely, like, I heard about, you know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and uh, Total Money Maker. But I haven't heard of people, people grow. I'm going, wait, we're going to link to all these things in the show notes. And so you guys like most likely are all going to be Amazon links. And I'm going to have to put the couple that I don't have yet into my Amazon cart. Yeah. But uh, I love books. Yeah, the one checklist that item, a bucket list that I haven't done yet that I yeah. need to get to and I'm going to find some people to do it is a John Maxwell uh, conference. Yeah. Oh, that would be dope. You know, uh, at the church, we used to have a, I think it was a Maxwell, but um, it was a two-day event. Oh, they wow. Had, they streamed it live from Chicago. Yeah. Two days. You paid like, I don't know, 50 bucks. Yeah. You, Thursday and Friday, you spent all day there. All these major speakers. Wow. Yeah. Beyond. Um, I don't know why we did away with that, but I don't know if it was a group. Maybe COVID hit or something. Mm-hmm. But um, actually going physically to a John Maxwell conference. Yeah. That's something. Like, really so anything cool. from John Maxwell, his yeah. podcast is great. He has people running that. Yeah. But um, that's always a that's something great leadership. That wanting to do yeah as well that is great he's a wonderful leader absolutely yeah a lot to learn right there for sure yeah. um 
We have so, one th- final question I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, Pat, who would you like to have on the next episode of podcast? Oh, yours. Didn't even think about that. Jeez. <laughs> um, I always say Keith because I like to throw him under the bus and say, hey, let's hear your story. <laughs> I'm sure he's got some great stories. I don't know how much yeah. he, uh, he's always a good person that you can learn a lot from as a, a mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, another modest guy that uh, is a friend of mine that does a lot within the church that no one even knows about, Jim Melly. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's, his, he's an entrepreneur. Him and his wife are huge in our church as far as um, the way they give for themselves. Yeah. Um, he owns a ton of real estate properties and is a super modest guy. Mm-hmm. Um, very knowledgeable about marriage. Okay. Has grown children as well, grandkids. Um, but talk about a nice a person that can be a major mentor to people and it's full of information. Yeah. Yeah, Jim. That's How do you spell his last name? M-E-L-I. M-E-L-I. All right. Yeah, we will definitely reach out to them. Sean knows him. Yeah. Okay. You know him too. I probably, yeah, I've definitely you know met him. Monday group. You met okay, him, so, gotcha. Yeah, he's he's a, been a consistent. He was one of the original six. Gotcha. In our group. Now we have like 28. God's growing. God's growing. <laughs> men, men in the ministry is growing. Uh, so... Good. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Um, yeah. With all that, yeah. Uh, with all that, that wraps up this episode. Um, we could sit and talk for yeah. another hour, but yeah, yeah we'll, we'll let you guys go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, thank you for listening to this uh, the whole episode of this podcast. We love uh, you guys. Most likely, this uh, if we haven't we intro this part already, but this will be uh, part one and two. And this, so thank you for listening to that uh, the whole way through part two and. Guys, this if you haven't already, definitely uh, like it, subscribe. It'd be great if you gave us a follow and uh, like we said in the beginning, uh, five star review. Um, and if you really like this episode, save it and do, don't. If you listen to it once, you didn't take notes. Like I said before, listen to it again and take some notes. Uh, and then share it out on your social medias. Just you know, so this conversation can reach more people and affect more lives. All right, guys. We'll see you later. See you later, guys. Have a great day.